Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 272nd episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week we're asking the question, is price tourism killing the economy of developing nations? So before we dive into that subject, definitely a couple of things to cover. First, have you gone to WokenFree.com not only to listen to this episode, but to download it through the Podbean app? If not, please do so immediately. If you have the app, you can put in your comments and you can share your thoughts on this very heavy and very meaningful subject. Now, if you can't uh, download new apps on the device that you listen to podcasts on, there's a couple of tiers that are shed, but what you can do, alternatively, is go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you want to follow and subscribe to Woken Free at. So we're on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Samsung, podcasts, we're everywhere. So lots of places to consume Woken Free. Also on WokenFree.com, you can click subscribe to follow the show through the Podbean app. And on social, you can holler and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, subscribe, subscribe, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at WokenFree. And if you have like 90 seconds of time, which of course you do, we would love a review of the show. How is it feeding into you? So again, go to WokenFree.com, go in the listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you'd like to review the show at. Now, I believe I kick it to you, Khalil. Yeah, you can if you'd like to. Mm-hmm. Before starting the conversation, we'd like to share a little bit about ourselves. This week, we are asking, would you rather play a hardcore game of kickball or volleyball? Now, when you mean hardcore, you mean like where I can be or you can be physically harmed by playing the game? <laughs> no, but you just take it seriously. It's not like a light game where you don't put any effort in. So again, then elaborate. When I take it serious, am I crying at the end of this? When you take it seriously, it means you don't pull out your phone during the game. <laughs> that's how when okay. that's a great but example. But there's no physical violence that can ensue. No, there's no violence or fighting. You just okay. take it seriously. Like you are actually trying to win. Is there money attached to this? You're playing like there is money attached to it. That's the whole point of it. But there isn't an opportunity to make money. It, there this. could be, but that's like a side gambling channel that you're using. A side gambling channel. Yeah. Yes. That's oh, that. Man. Not everybody is privy to that. Is the, but that has to be legal and authorized, though. 
I mean, by whose terms is it legal? It's not. Oh, it's you. Okay. You can do that, but it's it's not so we're gonna, organized. We're take away the betting option. Okay, you can take it but, away because yeah, that wasn't a part okay, of it. It's just gonna be serious. It's a serious and game that you're actually playing. Okay, well then I would say I would do uh, hardcore volleyball because I don't want to be kicked in the face with kickball. <laughs> oh wow, you think you'd be kicked in the face more likely than hit in the face yeah, with the volleyball? I do think because I can run away from it versus the kicking. I think I've been hit by. Really? You're yeah. supposed to just catch the ball. Mm-hmm. But okay, that's your choice then. Yeah, how about you? I used to love kickball as a kid, so I would actually want to revisit that game and play that again now. Okay. Because I used to be the champ, so you I used were to be the home run kicker. You were fire, right? I was the yeah. home run kicker, because well, you know what I remember doing? I used to kick the ball years so ago? hard. <laughs> yeah, I, even longer possibly. But okay. I, I, I would kick the ball, and I would kick the ball on the roof. That was always the goal mm. on the roof of the building that we were playing next to. And mm-hmm. if I did, the, if you do that, it's a home run, but then the game's over too. So okay. that's what I, I'd, I'd try to do that now in real life. Like I'd want to kick the ball mm-hmm. so it lands on top of like the Empire State Building. Ah, that's the kind of kicks nice that I would do. New York reference. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to do it from within the state that I'm playing the game. Within at. Arizona? Well, I would do it from Hawaii actually. So I'd play kickball in Hawaii and I'd kick the ball so hard it goes across the freaking globe. So That's what I imagine in my mind because so it's a hardcore game. You're starting this episode completely delusional. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just okay. imagined that just okay. being so. It's kind of like I'm going to kick the ball on a tour, right? Ah. That's where we're going. <laughs> the ball this. taking a tour okay. around the globe. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we've got to ask that the ball is taking this tour mm-hmm. around the globe. Are people doing that? And maybe mm-hmm. we should actually just define what is price tourism. I'm so glad that you asked. <laughs> As explained to you, explained by you to me, for okay. the context of this episode, you've explained the importance of wanting us to talk about this idea of price tourism, which you've explained to me as buying products in less developed nations or countries that those same products would typically be more expensive in our home country. So instead of buying something, say, in the U.S., I go and I get it in China because it's cheaper. I get it in India because it's cheaper. And then we'll talk essentially about the economic impact of this behavior. Okay. And Mm -hmm. where I got my definition from was, and where I actually saw this topic was on Kotaku, and they define price tourism as the scummy practice where people spoof their location so as to take advantage of emerging economies in the poorest parts of the world. Mm. An example they give is that people purchasing a digital game that is $24, they go to a website and they, what they do is they, they spoof their IP address to purchase the game at a local rate. Where it's one a dollar fifty as opposed to twenty four dollars, so oh, wow. they have huge price savings Same getting this digital wow. game, and then they can just so they essentially they I mean that's a big savings, right? So they have like that V V P V S. There's different ways to yeah. do it. The most easiest way to change your IP address is mm-hmm. yeah, do the VPN, so it makes it look like you're from that you're in that other that nation. nation. Okay, yeah, so you do wow. that, and then you'll get that price. So. It's even with streaming things, you know, like when you go other places, you see different content. Well, yeah, I saw that when we were, whenever I've gone to Canada, the Netflix showings is different than yeah, because now your now your IP is a Canadian IP as opposed to American, but you can you could stay on American soils and see that same thing. Just change your IP to something that's from the but that's totally illegal to do that, right? 
It, it depends on the terms and conditions of the mm-hmm. provider. They usually they usually are against the rules, especially okay. for the streaming sites because they do that for a reason. The license they don't yeah, have license that's to a show. Crazy. It. I mean, if people that's a, that's but one people example, do this with buying items. Are, yeah, that's crazy. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay, so then then that begs the question: Then is price touring tourism killing the economy of these uh, developing nations and countries? So the. The site Kotaku, what they did is they talked about the game developers, mm-hmm. what they'll actually do in response to this. Because what happens is that when when people do the price tours and the, the game developers, they actually lose money. Because what they'll do is a ton of these people, instead of buying it at, at the rate that they were, they were expected to buy it at, they buy it for much cheaper than it really costs for the game developers to make. So... You know, they end up losing money actually compared to they would have made money if those same people just bought it for the full price. Their jurisdiction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what they do is then they might actually decide not to sell it in the poorer region. So Mm. the games won't even be available to those nations. They don't even have access to it. So then, then another thing they do is they might not sell the game or whatever the product is. But the other thing they might do is. They can increase the price to where locals can't even afford the game. So it's there, but mm. they can't buy it. But they made the price high because they know people do this price tourism thing and mm-hmm. make it so that <laughs> they end up losing money. So they just say, all right, we're going to increase the prices everywhere so you can't get over on us. Now, the thing I would say about the, the price tourism and, and the economy is that mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't see much in terms of us tracking how often this is happening. And, and it might, mm. it might be kind of hard to track when you think about it. How do well, you yeah, prove? How are people even <laughs> even, that? Yeah, yeah. How do you prove it? So can we say the, the extent, is it actually killing the economy? I mean, we mm-hmm. know it had, like, like I said, it has that effect of maybe these goods aren't even available now because people yeah. are doing the, are acquiring them for such low prices at a rate that the locals wouldn't be able to do. So mm. I think, you know, they can miss out on certain items being available and it definitely has the ability to hurt the economy. But I mean, what, what kind of goods is this happening to? Is it happening to like games and I don't know, movies, entertainment? Mm-hmm. Cause that stuff's non-essentials and are the non-essentials really like holding up the economy of the nations? That's probably not. That, that's the, that's the yeah. questioning that I look down. Okay. Well, I mean, does this also happen within the idea of physical goods? Because you talked a lot about this for digital goods, but like for people who you could get, uh, you know, this toy that in the United States they're going to charge us $50 for, but it it would be $7 elsewhere. I mean, I imagine people are also finding ways to get things cheaper that way. And then is that really helping the economy of those poorer nations? Uh, You have to wonder. is usually... The only thing I'd say with physical goods is usually they have like a, a tax or something tax, that yeah. they get you with where it makes it where mm-hmm. it's not worth it to do it because they, they try to stop people from mm-hmm. doing that. So as long as those are in place, then that can't happen. But I don't mm-hmm. know if that's every people country. People definitely and I, prevent that. Yeah. And I've seen pl- things too where I've gone online and if I buy from a different site, I, I could get a lot cheaper price than if mm. I just bought on the home site, you know, or bought it from my home, from my home country. I mean, you have to wonder so it is possible to at do the that. end of the day that with a global economy, like, why do we still have these so many nations that are poverty strucken and that even if they are manufacturing products that end up being sold or developed for U.S. use or, you know, uh, countries like the United States, why are there still 
so many children starving, so many people in poverty. And so you have to wonder that maybe because the price point uh, like for services, right? If you want services done, typically it will be cheaper internationally than it will be here. So thus, because there's an expectation or a set standard of like, you all will perform at a cheaper rate. Are they even getting enough of a premium to be able to improve their technologies, improve their factories? Because we hear that about that all the time about people working in these, these really poor kind of conditioned factories because they're pumping out these products for this global economy that they're trying to be a part of, but it's not bettering the people. And those people aren't being paid livable wages or those wages are, would never be livable in any other country. Well, they're livable so, there though. But it's, but it's not improving the economics of those households because they're still making yeah. these a dollar a day situation where but it's, it's like it's hard because it's like at what rate do you increase that because yeah then again you have to increase the cost of goods because mm-hmm. otherwise their economy still could collapse if they True. just if everybody became like millionaires there whatever that would yeah, be yeah it would be they, they would just buy up all the goods and now there's no goods available yeah but so. there has to be something to be said around the fact <laughs> I don't that know how you increase the resources that. and the things that were that they're producing and pumping out for other markets or markets that they're part participating in it is is it really bettering the 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 nation there? Are people is there a lower rate of poverty in these developing nations? I I haven't seen. Is there a lower rate of poverty? Like, is in it the fact nations? that they, yes. now they have more factories? But like, oh, are saying, we rate? Are people be getting closer to becoming millionaires, or are people if you have factories, poverty? does that help? The, help well, are they it? as they're producing products and all of these things, right? Like, are they are we reducing poverty in these developing nations through our as global a, as economy? a whole? Poverty is being reduced year as over whole, year, but is it at a rate that is acceptable? You are now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. A podcast about being real and honest. Well, it's what, yeah, I mean, that's subjective, right? Yeah, no one can say. But technically, more and more people are being brought out of poverty, like Mm -hmm. absolute poverty. We're not talking about middle class and all that stuff, just Mm -hmm. poverty, though. Okay. So do you think there's a solution for stopping this price tourism? Ooh, uh, being that you said that it's, there's a difficulty, especially from the digital consumption perspective of even being able to track how often this is happening and to what goods, if it's non-essential goods, then it makes me think that there's not going to be enough time and attention by like law enforcement or people who are, would be enforcers in this space to put time and attention to, to this. But if it maybe was tapping into something more critical or more meaningful products that are, this is happening to, maybe this will be. Like if you uh, could buy gas overseas. Yeah. Like something like <laughs> that, brigadier. where I feel like that would be really like all eyes alert <laughs> kind of yeah. situation. Uh, maybe then we would have. So I think that the solution would be probably this behavior has to touch something essential. And then you'll get people to be like, wait a minute, <laughs> what are you doing? How are you doing this? And then you'll get more eyes on it and you'll get more enforcement of it because just the idea of like, you just shouldn't do this because that's, you know, that's a bad decision. Make good choices. I don't think that's uh, good enough. I think people but, are looking for a bargain and they're going to get it no matter but, what. But yeah, but also just the point that, well, I guess, yeah, the, but what if the bargains go away though? I guess people don't think about that because it's kind of like, all right, if you keep mm-hmm. doing this, those bargains won't be available at all. So the, oh, so that, that might be the solution. If, 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 if you, if the <laughs> price levels happening. across all markets to be the 24.95, then, yeah. Yeah, then there's no point, uh, it would but, stop it. But then yeah. people in those nations now won't they be can't able to even, access that. Now they don't even get problem. that. Yeah. Because if they're not making rates livable to be able to afford that. 
they'll never be able to purchase that, right? Because maybe they can only purchase it at a dollar ninety-five. Versus- yeah, because even think of it in terms of like cell phones. Like mm-hmm. cell phones are cheaper there, but if we were able to buy our cell phones cheaply there, and we bought all of our cell phones mm. cheaply. What would happen then? Like, Ooh, that would be very problematic. It would hurt the company, yeah. so then they would raise the price all across all the board. All phones would be really expensive everywhere. Though. And then those people in developing Wouldn't have phones, nations, then. they can't have phones. See how mm. it would start affecting them that way. Mm-hmm. What about you? Do you think there's a solution? You no, know, it's like you said, and I was saying, it's hard with the digital goods. How do you really track that? <laughs> like, people that don't want to be tracked, there is a ways not to be tracked. So that's going to be really tough. I think the thing you can do though with digital goods, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a system. It's hard to implement is like the digital, like depending on what it is, like if it's mm-hmm. a game, let's say when you connect to the internet, the internet can verify that you purchased the game. Like it has a certain code with it that tells you, Oh, you mm-hmm. purchased this in the wrong region and kind of like give you a warning or something. Mm-hmm. Now they've, they tried to do that with, I don't know if you remember DVDs used to have regional codes. And, oh yeah. And they wouldn't even work in certain DVD players, yeah. mm-hmm. but now they got rid of that. Like Blu-rays work in any Blu-ray player and mm-hmm. games work anywhere. I think they took it away because it just got too confusing. Cause you were like, Oh, am I getting the right version of the movie yeah. and stuff like that? So I think with digital, it's technically a little bit easier. You could just have something check up on it, but I know people hate that as well. So. That my digital goods are going to be hard to regulate. I think the physical goods, like I said, just the taxes and, and stuff, taxes, yeah. that mm-hmm. makes it not worth it to do. So that would curb it. I guess there's people that would try to lie and say they didn't. Like, I mean, you know, people that visit the country in person, they could try to buy stuff and smuggle mm-hmm. things in, but that's illegal. So, <laughs> you know, you'll get in trouble for yeah, that. Yeah, there'll be some. Yeah, heat. well, you get, when <laughs> you get caught, one. you will get in trouble. So you can't smuggle. You're going to have to pay the taxes. Mm-hmm. And then online, I mean, most. Sites are now collecting taxes, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think you're going to get around that. Especially when you get something delivered, there's taxes that have to be collected when mm-hmm. things are exported from a country. So I think physical goods you can definitely clamp down on, but digital goods, eh, that's that's going to gotcha. be tough. I mean, yeah, I would say maybe at the purchase, but again, mm-hmm. people might not want to do it. More verification, right? So like, if you require a social security number. People oh, in wow. other nations wouldn't have that number, right? Or that orientation of numbers. <laughs> they so, make their citizens provide yeah, that. So, you know, and then I then feel they like they can really this, track you though. And then there's privacy concerns. And then there's, so that's, that's where it becomes challenging. But, uh, yeah, I, mm. it would be interesting for sure. Yeah. I don't know the best way to implement that. Mm-hmm. Why should the average American care about this issue? So I think it really comes down to the human issue, which is, even though these are concerns around people making savings on digital products like in other nations, we have to be concerned about these other nations, even if you don't live there, even if you'll never visit there, because we are a part of the one race, the human race, and we live on one planet, as of right now, planet Earth. And uh, ultimately, we need to have conversations and start to make actionable steps towards ensuring that livability and 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 wages and equity and like just living uh, and how we all orient and live in this world is more comparable to each other. So the things that are happening in America need to, at some point in this world, at least I believe, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. It has to be measurable or comparable to other spaces. So kind of like, could you replicate your life in Indonesia? Could you replicate your life in Malaysia? Could you replicate your life in Ukraine? Could you replicate your life in Jamaica? Could you, you know, and as of right now, the answer is no. (laughs) Yeah, there's logistical issues, right? So 
But but the problem is because I don't know if we're taking enough steps to ensure that livability is comparable. And, and, and that's everything from purchasing to also how people live, how places are built, the types of access to stores and, and, and commerce. And there's a lot, a host of things that would have to be changed and constantly worked on to be able to say, Hey, in a hundred years, your life could be the same anywhere on this planet. But I don't, I don't even know if we're working towards that goal. I, I would like to see that. I think that that where you can live anywhere and live the yeah, same, I live mean, this comparable at least, right? Even if, even if Amazon's not there, not everybody. So yeah. I mean, one biggest problem is not even all nations agree in that. Not all nations want to industrialize, right? Mm. I don't think that's a true statement to say every mm. every nation wants to industrialize and and if you don't then I think that that's a true it's like not that, yeah not work. every nation is in alignment there but yeah. then but don't but don't people want their nations to have people like you know kind of rise because even poverty when you look at poverty it is a lot more severe in other places than it is here yeah right definitely. like and people suffer here people suffering in the United States but go to like any developing nation and it's like a lot worse so wouldn't those nations like to see their people like suffer less and not to- all of them I think some of them just want to know that they're very selfish and they just want to make sure they're doing well kind of mm. thing. They don't care about I mean, the people. That, that happens a lot where it's just you have so you have corrupt leaders in place and you don't have a system to really boot them out. So mm-hmm. what happens is the nation as a whole just suffers. That's yeah. I mean that's part of the problem too, right? When your leaders don't get changed out and they're just yeah. always ruling yeah. forever for then a long time. Yeah. It doesn't help the people out and people tend to suffer from for it. For longer. Yeah. I mean ultimately why do you think the average American should care about this issue? Well I think I mean I don't I would <laughs> I'm not going to try to promote the thing about globalization that you got to care about every, because I don't think all Americans feel, think that, that way. way. That's yeah. a problem. I think some Americans are just selfish and they're like, how does this going to affect me? Like, what's going to happen tomorrow when I go to do my thing? Yeah, yeah. It is, but not every Western person. Not everyone. That way. Yeah. yeah. But I'm thinking literally just the average person. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go that way. I would go the route on, you know, some of your goods might not. They might actually decide not to even make these goods anymore or something. Some of the digital scamming stuff. behavior. Yeah. yeah, they might just say, you know, just forget it. Because I wanted to release it everywhere so everybody could use it. But people are messing it up so I can't make a profit. So, you know, mm. let me just forget. Let me scrap the whole project. And th- that would be worse. That it doesn't even exist, you know, this, this media. Because it, it might yeah. sound like it's a first world problem. Like not being able to consume this thing. But it could even be something more drastic. Like, you know, think about like. I'm just going to list the product like Canva or something. Mm. What if that product was being purchased cheaply everywhere else and Canva couldn't survive anymore because everybody's purchasing it as if they were in in some other country, right? And I'm not going to name any country because I'm not going to try to put, you know, I don't want to put them out like that. Like, yeah, yeah. But we all know there's developing nations that need help. So, like, if people were doing that, I think Canva might say, all right, it might not be sustainable to offer the product. So, that's how it can affect the average American is you don't, you, now you don't have access to these and tools that, would be disastrous that make it really helpful. We at Woken Free love Canva. Yeah. See? <laughs> so. Shout out to the founder of Canva.com. That is everything. That's how, that's why it's issues you should care about. Yeah. People trying to basically rip off the creator. It ends up ripping the creators off. And that's not what you're acceptable. Doing. And, and also just like, just think about it, guys. Like a part of this world, I get it. We, you know, thing, people want things to be cheaper, but we don't they want do, things yeah. to go away. And we definitely don't want things to rise and cost across the globe because you know what? Yes, at America, in America, it may, you know, we are struggling with things as a whole, but 
we can afford and bear the cost of things more so than other places, especially developing nations. And we don't want to make something inaccessible to them because of our, you know, foolishness that that would be just yeah, they can't disgraceful. Even get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Just be like, I wanted to save $10. So you made a whole nation not have access to something that's unacceptable. That's shameful. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a real problem. That's but- shameful. Yeah. I don't know if that'll motivate enough hearts, but that's that's definitely Hopefully. that's the a woke big issue. The woken tree hearts, they will be okay. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one: ART lives in the U.S. and earns the minimum wage. In his free time, he likes to watch movies. In order to purchase tons of movies for cheap, he uses a website that offers digital download codes from developing nations. Should he stop doing this and just buy the movies in the U.S. where he lives? while potentially purchasing much less movies than he's used to? I have an even better solution for this person. Yeah. What he can do is sign up for his local library, and he can go and watch the movies for free, and then only purchase films with discretionary income that he has for the films he likes the most. Because as a person who I have collected and purchased quite a bit of films... I'm not going to go back and watch all my films that I've watched. It's nice to look at them. It's nice to look at them digitally and also physically. But at the end of the day, when we die, we don't, we can't take this stuff anywhere, right? That's so true. let's be more cognizant and let's be more environmentally friendly and only purchase things that we need to actually purchase, but consume digitally. You can rent things. You can take things out from the library for free and save your economic, uh, you know, household some, some nice cash there. That's true, yeah, definitely. And I like that idea. And also, there's actually a lot of free streaming sites you can use mm. now to get your movie fixed, to be yeah. honest. There's a lot, a ton of sites you yeah, can go to. Yeah, that's true. And even, Crackle, right, is one of yeah, them. Yeah, Crackle's one, but Plex has a whole Plex, movie collection yeah, now Pluto, that they offer. TV. Yeah, yeah, Pluto, and then if you're a Prime mem- a subscriber, they also that offer free, some free channels. Freedom or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then they, yeah, I guess uh, you're talking about that other thing they acquired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with that, but yeah, they offer that as well that has th- mm-hmm. a ton of movies that you can watch. So, so you can get There's a ton of, yeah. like, besides the library, there's a ton of ways you can even stream movies, so. Oh, and I think even Redbox might have some Yes, Redbox streaming does have too. free streaming as well. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's like, there's so much now compared to before. I understand, like, you before, know. Before, it was hard. And maybe yeah. early 2000s and earlier than it, it would have been hard to do this. But the time that we're living in now, as long as you have an internet connection, you can see a ton of movies for nothing. Absolutely. It's just the cost of your internet. So mm-hmm. you don't have to do this, this, this practice. Theft, essentially. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you could call it theft, but I guess if you're stealing well, from the nation, improper nah. use of codes from nations that you are not resident of. Yeah, it's not even piracy. This is yeah. a little different, but yeah, it's it's a messed up thing. Scenario two: Josephine sells her popular digital comic all over the globe. The price varies by region, but she notices that it sells really well in all the regions where it is priced at its lowest. Should she consider pulling her comic from low-income regions to increase her profit margin globally? Oh, interesting. Uh, so is she suspecting that people in those other regions where it's, the price is lowest are purchasing it in a, and they don't live in those regions and they're just trying to get a deal on their yeah. comic? That's what she's suspe- suspecting. Definitely. So I would say instead of pulling content from 
uh, from those regions, she might need to start to play around with the pricing and maybe she can inch it up a little bit more or she can do the demand kind of a kind of a demand strategy where it's like it's only accessible for X time at that low region, low price. And then it goes to a little bit of a higher price point and play around to see kind of how the numbers are looking for people purchasing it. And, uh, and, and because ultimately, again, we don't want to put, we don't want to put nations or places in specific situations where now they have less access to things because of kind of bad behavior or, uh, mis, misuse of, of technology, things like that. So that, that would be my recommendation. All right. My recommendation would be. If she is Scrooge McDuck, then she should pull her comics because then she can guarantee. Next well, holiday she's not reference. guaranteed, but she may increase her profit, and she jingle can bells, she can swim bells. in all the coins that she makes. <laughs> so that's something to think about. How lovely! Yeah, but she's got to at least be Scrooge McDuck. Cheerio! If she's Santa Claus, then she can't do that. Then she has to make her product free everywhere. So, Mrs. Santa. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess that's how, how you could put it. So, it's, she has those two options. Either be Scrooge McDuck or Mrs. Santa, if you want. I don't think there's a, uh, a middle ground between oh, okay. nothing or free. <laughs> <laughs> I think she could maybe consider a little bit of oh, my okay. recommendation before she getting could do that to, too, yeah. to that space. She could, she could consider Play what you around. do, or yeah. she could be extreme. She okay. has a choice. Thank you. Scenario three. Ira lives like a queen because she makes all her money in the U.S. and lives in a much cheaper nation. She's able to save lots of money by buying computer software locally. Since she makes her money in the U.S., should she buy software from the U.S. instead of her current location? Oh, that's an interesting question. I'm not sure if I have the insight for this, but I'll tell you what my thinking is. So you should operate based on the co- like the, the technology you use I think can be locally if you like uh source source if you are living there locally. I don't think she's taking advantage by getting equipment or technology at a cheaper rate because she's at least doing the work in the region. I think it would be worse if she say for instance lived in LA and then was doing business in a third world country and then getting the technology and sourcing things in the third world country just so she could save money and not getting it in LA. Like, I think that's a little bit different. If you say live in Cuba and you work in Cuba, but you make a lot of your money throughout the United States, well, you should benefit from whatever savings you can get in Cuba because you're in Cuba. I, I mean, that's how I I see it. So yeah, what, what that makes thoughts? sense. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. If she shouldn't have to try to go out of her way to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. If this stuff is available near her. And when mm-hmm. she logs in into the internet, she doesn't have to do some, Special VPN to try to make it look like she's in the U.S. Like, that's yeah. weird to do all that stuff. If she's, like, legit yeah, living in a third world country. Yeah, then, you live there, so yeah. you can buy the stuff there. I don't know. The only thing I would say is if she you, feels she a little bit to. guilty in that, like, she's really making a nice profit. Like, she's, like, taking home the money, the big Oh, bucks, yeah, she really Then is. what I would recommend is if you feel guilty or feel like, wow, I should be doing something more with my money, then you can invest some of that funds into your local schools and charities. And that way you can say that the earnings and income that you're doing is having positive impact in your local community. I don't think that that's an issue, but I don't think you should 
uh, kind of hurt yourself because you happen to be, like, richer based on where you make your money. Yeah, it's... I don't think that's Use the money correct. well. Yeah, yeah, donate it and support. You give can support to the hungry local children economy. And local, yeah, local economy. Build schools. Like, there's lots of things you can do with your money. If you, have, I mean, We can definitely find ways for people to do stuff with their money. True. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we can give you a Woken Free list. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's true. All right, cool. Well, looks like we are at that time again. Thank goodness. Oh, boy. <laughs> it is the, coming to the end of our 272nd episode of... Woke and free. Weirdo. This was quite the episode discussing is price tourism killing developing nations? And if you really enjoyed that, we really want to know. Please, again, put it in the comments. Uh, let us know. And, Clue, uh, what else do folks need to do? They need to come back next week for the new Woke Every Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And if you'd like to be a guest on our show, (laughs) then you can hit us up on our contacts page at WokenFree.com. Exactly. (laughs) W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. True. And (laughs) we're going to do a rap again. Facts. Yes! <laughs> you can always hit us up on our social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, subscribe, uh, LinkedIn, Pinterest at Woken Free. And then, of course, all sponsorship and collaboration queries should be directed to our contact us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than podcasts, it's a way of life. Until next time. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together, Khalil. <laughs> Get it together. Please. <laughs>